are listening to episode number 44 of the 11th hour a weekly podcast about rancid i'm brad rose from foxy digitalis and i'm sam melancon from debacle records each week we pick a rancid song and talk about all our complicated feelings about rancid and the song and all that um all right so this week um after was it last week we did malfunction I don't even remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. No. No. Two. Yes. Yes. No. No. I have no. I think it was. No, it wasn't. We did international. Cool. Um, okay. After doing it, we a couple <laughs> weeks ago. Geez, it was like three episodes. It was. Oh, it's like four episodes. It, ago. it went up this week in real time. That's why you're thinking. Yeah, about that's that. right. Okay, so um, we did um, malfunction, which was our first look into uh, honors all we know, and kind of that conversation brought up this point of how it seems ridiculous to probably to a lot of people especially like from outside rancid fandom that we think troublemaker is great and honor is garbage basically I think that's harsh but anyway and so i thought hey let's talk about that some more and to me a great song to tackle and figure out the nuance between the two we'll say and is uh, Bava Rock and Roll. So, on Troublemaker came out in 2017, written by Rancid, produced by Brett Gerwitz. Da 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 da. So it's been really interesting. Uh, we I don't remember if we talked about this on the show or like before and after, but we I, we've talked about how it was. I don't know. It was like early summer last year when you texted me on a Saturday or Friday or something and said, you know, I've been re-listening to Indestructible and I think there's some actually some pretty good stuff there. Like, it's not all great. And and it was this kind of, I think we should give this a listen and reconsider it. And so I kind of started doing that. I was like, oh yeah, it's not that first initial. T- and, mm-hmm. and it was like, oh yeah. And th- like, I kind of reached in probably June of last year, a, a peak with that, album of like yeah this is a pretty decent album and then it just kind of fell off a cliff to like in a bad way it's it i have a toxic relationship with indestructible <laughs> and so then not far after that because i think i was actually in seattle um when i was like okay i need to like seriously consider and or listen to troublemaker and i think it was actually the when we recorded the episode at your house and we were somehow the you said something about like, isn't there a song about this? Didn't they do a song about the Civil War? And I was like, what the fuck are you talking <laughs> And so I was like, okay, I got to find this song about the Civil War. Anyway. And so I was like, oh, Troublemaker's not that bad. It's kind of interesting. And I sort of expected to have a similar relationship with it that I had with Indestructible. Where it's like, oh, it's as new and kind of exciting. And then it's going to fall off a cliff. But it's had the total opposite trajectory. I think I like Troublemaker more now than I ever have at any point of list, like really 
going back to it eight, nine months ago, whatever it was. And it weirds me out. (laughs) Yes. It's, it is remarkable how much we've liked it, how much I've, you know, I remember all the way back when it came out, I remember I texted somebody and I was like, you know, who was a rancid person Uh in my life. And I was like, you know, I think that this is like passable, you know? Right. And that's basically what it is. I mean, I think it's more if you're invested in rancid, you know, like we are um, right now, but like for the average person, I would say, Hey, give it a listen. I think it's pretty passable, solid rancid. You know, I, I remember I, I like the the pitchfork review being pretty good on. Yes. It's about the best you could expect from a from, from post, a late period rancid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like, yeah, I think that's 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 right. And then you know, there's a lot of extra layers we're adding to it. Of like, it seems like they've gotten over some stuff. It seems like they've they've sort of you know solve some things and so i you know and and sort of are taking some interesting approaches to some new songs and styles and so like we're we're as but what's interesting is as we do our fine tooth comb thing that we do right uh it is revealing more good than bad i will say this week was the first time it maybe chunked down a little bit for me Okay. Where I was like, like a little bit of the scales falling from my eyes, like where I was like, all right, it's fine. Like, like, yeah. like I, I, it didn't like, I didn't hate it. I don't hate it. I still like it like quite a bit. I think it finally is starting to level out to like, yeah. this is, this is, um, this is the, <laughs> uh, one person will get this reference. It's the Dalton line, but it's the, it's the media. It's the prime meridian of Rancid. Everything of this and above is good rancid. Everything below this is bad rancid. Yeah. Does that make sense? Like, like mm. I don't know if I can fully go to like it and ninety three are the same. Like that. That's such a hard one for me to to. Sure. Though it's really really like visually trying to even reference it, and there's a couple songs that are really trying to sound like it, but like. Um, at the very least, I don't think I'm lying to myself. Some of that enthusiasm, I think, is like kind of self-perpetuating in a, in a totally fine fan fan way you know what i mean like but some of that enthusiasm i'm like okay cool but even if i take some of that fan enthusiasm away i think the what i can at least say is this is the line of good rancid does that does that work for you like yeah you, no i think that, so i mean i i think that we it's yes i think there well and i think there's kind of there's like two there's the there's the pinnacle, which is the three, you know, like the whole yeah. Trinity. And then there's, mm-hmm. yes. And, and I got, I and I got the, I got the, those. I got the Dalton line reference, by the way. I'm assuming it's like okay. the NFL Andy Dalton quarterback thing, right? Yeah, exactly. Okay. He, for a long time, this one pod, the podcast, I like used Dalton line, meaning yeah. like he is everything below Andy Dalton is very <laughs> right. bad and everything you, you, you're set if right. you're above Andy Dalton. Right. And you're, you're looking for a quarterback if you were below. That was like the 2000s. Yeah. Yeah. And so, yeah, no, I think, I think that's right. I think that's right. Um, it, yeah, exactly. The, so like, the question of course is, is, you know, what is below? What are the ones Maybe maybe that's not the question for this podcast. This is supposed to be a troublemaker. Yeah, exactly. Like we don't. I, I think, I think it's obvious. Anything where we we keep turning it into a referendum on the entire discography. Discography right. because we it's so interesting to us that like as these things are shifting and we're kind of dipping into these late period rancid that we're like, 
oh this is so interesting i want to you know because yeah. we kind of solved early rancid we know our feelings on early right. rancid though let's go is the one that's kind of still interesting it's moving around a little bit more but um but yeah i mean the, the song itself is pretty interesting too right there's a lot to mine here for this right. little song so, but like yeah uh, yeah sorry go ahead but yeah, that that that, that was my one update to the, like the, like sort of our ranking as we've been talking and sort of is like I agree it's I had exactly the same thing. This was the first one where I like had a couple problems with pieces of the album. Um, yes, I, yes, and I and I'm sort of starting to mellow, which is not a bad thing. I think that's actually kind of healthy. And going like no matter where I end up, I will basically think that this is the Dalton line. This is the primary end. This is the like. Everything below is the bad stuff. Everything above is, you know, mm -hmm. if they can maintain this and above, Rancid's on a good path. If they if they dip below this again, they're I'm, kind of I'm off out. <laughs> off. Yeah, exactly. Right. That's that's yeah. And so yeah, and I think there's four albums below, and there's four albums. this and five albums above. Five, yeah. This and five. So, so there's six albums above and four albums below. Right. No, this is Rancid. I just made there be. This is nine, so that my math. So there's work. four above and four below, and this is the line. So yeah, oh, it's even better. Yeah, it's even better. Ooh, which are the nice four? symmetry. Okay, hang on, hang on. I know. <clears throat> What's the fourth one below? Yeah, what? Why doesn't this work? Because Rancid Five is. Okay, so obviously the ones above are. No, there's three. Three above? No. Four. There's three below. There's three below. That's what I'm doing wrong. Okay, indestructible honor and it, yes okay i see I, when you said four i was like "Ooh, is it let's go or 93 that's below that's weird no okay, yeah, i don't actually no. think either one of those are below no. but i do <clears throat> think the other thing we got to get off this yeah. we're such nerds um <laughs> but like you know it's such a, like a record nerd know, conversation but like uh the one thing i will say it's a very long throw to get to the big ones oh like, yeah this album ended and something from out on the walls came on and it was like oh. okay yeah it was like <laughs> yeah context oh, context is important when we talk about this yeah, being exactly. good rancid like <laughs> because because the, the context of bad rancid is really fucking bad so exactly so um, like this isn't this isn't like linear growth out of these two you know it's not right. like and then it's a little bit better a little bit better it's like wildly better on the the top end right. and actually wildly worse i would say on the bottom would, too. Yeah, I would, so um, I, yeah i would agree with that so it's like indestructible is a little bit worse and then like you know and then you get all the way down to like honor and and roll the dice and it's like quite a bit worse i would say so yeah I, uh, yeah maybe I, anyways but right I don't know. The, but the reason we find this album so interesting is that they're trying on things and they're trying so Yes, they're more relaxed and they're trying interesting things and their so, topics are a little less whatever. You said something. So then to, you got this track. Yeah. So you, no, go you said go something ahead. to me yesterday that kind of clicked a bit, having nothing to do with this album, but that clicked oh. with this album. So we, um, um, this is going to be like way out in the weeds for people listening to this because they like rancid. But uh, an artist named Kendra Plex released this incredible new thing yesterday, a new project called Mind Crush. You should check it out. It's mindcrush.bandcamp.com. It's nothing like Rancid. You'll probably listen to be like, what the <laughs> fuck are these people talking about? Anyway, it's this amazing piece of music and like I said, it's Sam and so, and you responded very favorably to it and you you said it was pleasant without but not trying to please. Yes. I feel like that is a bit like I feel like there's a lot of that 
to the stuff I like on this album. Because I feel like Honor, they were trying so hard to, not necessarily please maybe, but to to flex maybe is a better word and show how tough they were and how they were, you know, and a lot, a lot of that, like there's still elements of that on some songs here and it tends to be the songs that I like the least, but I've like, I, I don't feel that vibe so much. Like on there's a relaxed and I think this like, song is a really good yeah. example of it because this song in so many ways is ridiculous and because it's you know you, you we've brought up and you brought up I think you were the one who brought it up like about how Lars just wants to be in Kiss yeah I mean this chorus really... is Lars and Kiss yes it's 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 absolutely <laughs> Lars and Kiss so like this, it's this big. Glam, so like, but it's, kinda, yeah. But I'm also like learning something. Like, like, if, if just them doing like a kiss, like a Who meets Kiss. You know, that's right. kind of like Matt. Matt wants to be in the Who. Lars <laughs> wants to be Kiss. You know, like that's kind of like the original. And Tim wants to be thing with those two. <laughs> yeah, Tim wants to be Joe Strummer if he right. was on. Yeah, in the medieval times. <laughs> um, oh God. That's, I mean, it's about right. Yeah. Uh, but like, and we'll never get over that he's not Jesse, basically. Right. But like, <laughs> there we solved it. Yeah. But like, thanks everybody. It's been a fun run. <laughs> Forty-four yeah. nailed it. But like, um, but like, this does. It is just this big classic rock, like ACDC, but very, but way more pop, right? Mm-hmm. Like way more glammy pop, and and Kiss, but like. And then I always took it as like, oh, well, if you did like Kiss with Who and Bobber, I I just kind of knew that as like more like um, just uh, I I I had to peg this as like a mod thing, and I didn't really know about the scene really until this week when we Same. were looking it up, and I, I I just by because they're just, the, the the lyrics to me aren't really related to the that scene at all which was this weird combination of i I was from what i remember this article i didn't go and listen to everything now i kind of want to like this kind of pre-glam yeah pub rock that was really related to footballers and kind of what was happening like a reaction to what was happening to the italian scene and the british scene combining and like america's influence of course but like um you know, it's a proto-punk, you know, it's one of the many things that is proto-punk, you know, I'm sure it's one of the many ingredients and in in the same way that mod is and all these things. And I, I just took it as it's a list of things happening in the early seventies. Yeah. That's like really mostly what happened. Right. And it's kind of (laughs) dumb. Like, it's just like, let's remember things from the early seventies while playing a kiss song. Right. No, I, I still, I, I think I tweeted this like six months ago about how I love that in 2017, Tim Armstrong wrote the lyrics, Richard Nixon is a goddamn liar. Like, <laughs> well, I mean, when you're, when you're like just listening off the shit, right, it's like it's Cambodia is on fire. Richard Nixon is a goddamn I mean, liar. To, like, to be fair, you know, they do. He a is pretty, a goddamn liar. Well, yes. And, but in there, <laughs> like, we're just going to list off things. They do it, it. He does a decent job of like capturing this very specific seventies, vibe yeah, yeah, you know uh, like uh, i mean it's, yeah it's i mean pretty, it's a little trite but um <laughs> so like the references that i've been able to pull out obviously are you know like the first two 
feel like the two first stanza feels like the bobber like describing bobber big heavy shoes rolled up jeans motorcycle boots cheap gasoline like that sounds like the like the early like yeah appeal of the 70s detroit engines know how to scream you know like like kind of this idealized version of the 70s and mm -hmm. and you know like bustle cars and then two times the chaos american dream but then Cambodia is now on fire. Richard Nixon's all goddamn right. liar. Silver coffins flying back to the bay. That's all. That's all. You know. Yeah. All of the various stuff happening in, in Southeast and, Asia, yeah. and and then Dirty Harry just saw the SLA, like the movies yep. changing and all that stuff. And then it's all <laughs> um, kind of this empty chorus that is hilariously again. I mean, it's so Kiss. It's like yeah, yeah. I don't even know Kiss, and I know it's Kiss. exactly. You know I mean? Like like I can like. Whenever I hear that, it's like I can picture Gene Simmons up there with his like yeah. tongue out and the face paint. Totally. And then, so we got Charlie O. This is the best part row. of the song. Uh, yeah, by far. And it's like, I won three in a row. Uh, Green and Gold just stole the show, which is such a them reference because the more you look yeah. into them, they're super baseball heads. There's total Oakland people. Yep. And so like... For them, they grew up at a time when the A's were like this total the, rebellious, yeah. like the best team that ever existed. But they, but they were like this kind of like manager. right, and they were like this like punk rock team, like a bunch of misfits and bunch of misfits that and, like this this owner that was like racist and insane, right. yeah, basically. Yeah. But then they they were, you know, and they were like the ones who were like breaking all the rules. They were like right. legally allowed to like have mustaches finally. And and what was funny was. I was just rewatching uh, Take That, or I was listening to the Talking Simpsons about the the Homer at the Bat episode of The Simpsons, mm -hmm. and the the whole thing was Burns was that guy, or Burns was sorry, Burns was kind of in reference to that era of, of baseball where nobody was allowed to have sideburns or anything. Uh, 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 who's the Steinbrenner, right? The the New yeah. York, the Yankees guy was so nuts about this he would you know throw great. Right you know people off the team because of this and the whole time burns is telling the one of the guys like you know cut those sideburns he, the guy obviously has no sideburns and he keeps trying to like <laughs> cut more things off his head he doesn't know what like he's like what am i you know and the whole time yes. and and it all like, is kind of this reference to this period that i as a kid i didn't get that like i just thought burns was insane but it was like the owners were crazy and from another era and they were like, nobody was allowed to do anything. And it was like the A's were the only team that was like allowing all this stuff. So when you see those photos, like people always used to hold up baseball cards from the 70s of guys with the crazy mustaches. Yep. And I was just like, yeah, it's 70s of guys with the crazy mustache. But it's like, I did a little bit of watching some stuff and reading some stuff this week. And it's like, no, that was like this big revolution that like yeah. these guys were allowed to have long hair and crazy mustache and like. They were kind of at odds with their own management over it, but it, they realized they could get guys would come over for cheaper just because they were allowed to grow out their mustache, <laughs> which is nuts. Right. And yeah, so no, yeah. it must have been really like fun and idealistic to be a kid around, right. you know, central California. Yeah. But like, again, we're very far away from footballers Football. in northern in, <laughs> England. Yeah, in England. Right. I don't, I don't, I don't. Yeah. It's like two different things happening here. Actually, and then it, actually, one of the things isn't happening at all, other than they're saying the word and it kind of has the glam like, vibe. Like, and, and, and up until this, I've been like kind of on board. But like, I will say, 
uh, well, sorry, I'm trying to say too many things at the same time. Uh, but like they do talk about inflation. They talk about two block lines to fill the tank. You know, they actually are fill. I do think there's a couple of good turns of phrases. Like they're fitting a lot of stuff in. Right. Like, I think they probably had a fun time. You could see Tim and Lars like sitting there trying to be like, we've got two stanzas to get a lot of the 70s right. like major hits in there, you know, like, and, uh, you know, Peace and Love Now is War and Hate, right. Rock and Roll, eight track tape, all these sort of things, you know, the, the gas crisis, inflation, all these things, Saturday night, which is, I think, kind of a Saturday night fever disco kind of, sort yeah, of thing. That was sort of my take on that, yeah. And, you know, it's kind of empty, but it's this big, fun song. It doesn't really seem to, other than the tone of the song, I think it's like a big, glammy song, so it's kind of tonally like Bava Rock, from what I can tell. Yeah. But it's mostly just like, I was, at one point I'm like, this really is the, like, rancid equivalent of that 70s show. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like remember yeah. this thing? You know what I mean? Like, Like, just like check it off the list of things to hit you know like like you know or like remember the 80s you know like remember right. light bright kids like it kind of has this funny like there's not a lot like what are you saying and they're just saying like partying fun and nostalgia and i think any other band i'd be like making fun of them pretty hard for this song same and that's the part that throws me Right? I think, but see, I think that is, so like again, I I said this at the beginning. This song is ridiculous in a lot of ways, and I, to me, it's sort of indicative of the thing we've talked about. How the because I can't imagine, like, I can't imagine a song like this being on like Honor, where or like you know where there's or where it feels so much about. I mean, just the title, you know, like it. There's. It, it, there's like what I would go ahead well it's just the whole thing of like it's the they're not trying to please anybody because they just it's like alright Lars we're going to give you your kiss moment who gives a shit what anybody thinks yes like to me the only thing that makes this work is A is the context of like hey I know that this is kind of a post therapy moment for <laughs> Lars that yeah. like I'm kind of proud of him for being like, I just want to make a fucking kiss song. Can I make a kiss song? And they're like, yeah. Oh yeah, totally, man. Like have fun making your like, fuck it. Remember the seventies, like middle age kiss song, you know, like, like there's, there's something about the, the self-awareness that in uh, the calm, you know, you have to be kind of secure in your own cheese ballness yes. to make this. That's what I mean. And that like the fact that again, that they, when you said, that if this was coming from another band or whatever, it would feel different. And yeah, and, may, and maybe I'm reading like again. I'm I want to believe that they have bettered themselves and are in better yeah. places. But again, I can't imagine them putting a song like this on a another like I and like putting it on a record unless there was a. You know what? We've we've already made it. Who gives a shit what we do? Let's just have let's just do it. When it, let's have a good time. Let's have yeah. You know, and and I think there's when you're a band that's been around for thirty years, I think there's a lot of there's something to be said for like quit trying to you know just have you, you've done it. 
Just have yeah. just have fun. And how much is this like? Uh, the other thing I want to know is like, did Matt finally go? Fine, fine, Lars, you can have a kiss song, like or Tim, you know, like whoever was like, no, we're not gonna do a fucking kiss song, you know, like right, like whoever, whatever that tension was, was it the other guys? Was it them being like, hey, Lars, do you want to do a big rock song? And him being like, I don't know. No, 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 no. Or was it, you know, like I would, I, I, yeah. Yes. And, and I think a lot of our hopes and whatever around this album are, (laughs) we put a lot into this band, obviously now a lot more, which is like funny because I mean, I I don't know, whatever. But like now, and like we really hope that they're like progressing as people because <laughs> there's not they're not always great people, and so like the little hints of them becoming slightly more self aware and slightly more worldly and all, again and all these things is we'll, we'll, we you know we're like yes more of that yum, 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 you know like right. yes you know I'll I'll gobble that up they're like hell yeah you know and it's like. Uh, who knows if that's really what this means, but I, I'll, I'll take it as a sign. Like, we're desperate. Right. We're hungry for that, you know. And so uh, I'll admit that, like, again, this is one of those ones where, like, if you're too far afield from our perspective, you'd be like, that weird-ass throwbacky <laughs> cheese ball, that 70s show song, um, you know, like, that's the one you guys like? Although I do think it's kind of an earworm too. I think it's like I think it's the real if you earworm. shut your brain off, it's like yeah, it's kind of fun, you know. And and the funny thing is, I think the course is almost or not the course, the verse is more of an earworm than the course is. The course is like yeah. really empty, but the like Charlie O won three in a row. Green and gold just stole the show. I ha- that I plays on repeat in my head. Yeah, like, Charlie O won think three in a did... row is such a good line. Charlie O won three in a row. Green and gold just. Yeah, it's a and it's a good reference and like yeah. again, I think they did they, they worked on the little wordplay a lot. I think they're probably pretty proud of it. You know, it's a good vocal performance. Oh, and the other thing I will say, throughout this album, you can be like, Lars, have you been uh, taking guitar lessons? Like, what? Yeah. Yeah, what's I mean, going on? There's like, an like act, these there's are like not, an actual guitar solos on the, like, these are not like rancid guitar solos no. here. You know, like that he's trying to do a glammy guitar rock solo, and it's you know it two seconds long. Pulls it off. Yeah, exactly. It's like tonally, it's. I mean, like I think a pedal had to be involved. You know, right. like, <laughs> yeah, no, maybe it's... after the fact, but like yeah, <laughs> maybe Brett put it on, but right. <laughs> no, it's yeah. Well, the other thing too, I feel like about this album is there's and the and, and this is you know when i when i think about like sports and stuff and people talk about like soft factors and it's kind of it could be all bullshit and it, you, you know, yeah, yeah. but like just the energy of like there it doesn't feel you know like we talked about especially with um dominoes it feels yeah. like nobody's invested it just feels flat and like yeah they're bored and then honor is like there's more energy, but it's just I don't know. But Still like this, it lacks a little bit. Yeah. yeah, like whereas for the most part, Troublemaker, it feels like they're having fun, and it, yeah, and, it feels and like, like I think they're... that comes through in the performance. Um, I think yeah. you know, I think it's recorded better than some of those ones. Like sonically, it's 
Yeah, it's weird. I don't know if it's even like officially better, but it feels more fitting to Rancid, whatever it is. Yeah. Because yeah. Honor sounds really weird to me. Yeah. The, you know, the funny thing, totally changed, but well, it's kind of in the glam thing. The, the thing this song also really reminds me of, especially that opening riff, yeah. is Once Bitten, Twice Shy by mm-hmm. Great White. Mm-hmm. And even and even the piano like cute that comes in. Yeah, the big is, barrel house piano thing is, that comes is, in. Is Once Bitten, Twice Shy. Yeah. I'm yeah. gonna I'm gonna drop that in here, it's a, <laughs> just to, and you know that was a song when I was a kid that was yeah uh, yeah you know I, I was really into hair metal and so, um, which it, and it's the and it's the great white version not the original Ian Hunter version because that's a totally different vibe but like that yeah anyway every time I hear this riff this, when this song starts I'm like God that sounds like great white <laughs> you know what I that just the way they kind of get on that kind of like. I don't know, it's very, like, Steppenwolf and, like, all these, you know, kind of, like, riffy, you know, 70s mm-hmm. tone that kind of muted, um, I don't know, my my guitar knowledge just ran out. But uh, that tone, I'm like, ooh, could you write another song with that tone and that is less, like, go through the motions of this t- style and is actually just, like more rancid you doing that but like <laughs> this is the fun th- like yeah guys this is the fun thing about not having the same timbre for every th- guitar you've ever played is it <laughs> actually changes the feeling of the song like uh, it's a weird concept i know it's nutty just follow me here like if you guys took the timbre from that song and didn't just apply it in this like you know like you could very much uh, across this album you could say hey guys I like that you're trying things, but there's this next level after the putting on the outfit that is then applying it, right? right. Like there's there's LARPing and then there's application, Do- you know yeah. what I mean? Doing, right? Like 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 um, assimilating would yeah. be the right word. Yeah. And now I'm like, okay, you did a, like there's a couple moments on this album that I think are the really standout moments where it's like, yeah, they're taking drop kicks or swinging unders or bouncing souls or some of their their contemporaries that they didn't used to try to sound like, and they're like not only just sounding like them, but it doesn't feel like they're larping as them. It feels like they're just like assimilating them into right. the range of the sound, and it's such a good combination. There's there's a couple of those tracks where I'm like, God, this sounds like Dropkick Murphys, but it's like better. Yeah, and I'm like. Oh, Rancid plus Dropkick Murphys, right. that's better, you know? <laughs> right. Like, Tim right. plus Dropkick Murphys is better than Dropkick Murphys. You know, it's like, uh, that's where my I really perk up and go like, oh, yeah. man, that's Same. the that's where the fruits of, like, you being relaxed really comes out. You know, like, this is fun. Bobby Rock and Roll is fun. It's not life-changing. But the couple really great tracks on this are where it's like, ooh, what happens when you... Yeah. really go that rip and start assimilating you know so yeah. yeah no i think yeah i and i think those are all um it's what gives me hope for rancid 10 that hopefully that those are the those are the lessons yep. that were learned um yep. and not we I need to know. go back to honor yeah <laughs> oh no we people oh, no. think we're a bunch of wimps now we got to show them how tough we are again <laughs> oh god I I really want to believe that because you know we've talked about this. Tim is at his best when he's like his most earnest. 
and like sincere and you know the like mm-hmm. even though yeah. even though Telegraph Avenue isn't the greatest song by but the the moment in the live like I can't stop thinking about when he takes his hat off and puts it on his chest to do the <laughs> I fucking love that that is that is Tim at his best because it like I don't think he it's, wants to be perceived as a sweet poet poetry artist. It's, hey man, it's his greatest weapon. Oh god. <laughs> I think he's pretending to be somebody else in that song, at least. Uh, but yeah, uh, I think they, that whole album. Um, anyway, well, we're yes, not going down I that meant, road. I meant more uh, like he's he's telling a story, not a uh, song. Yes, but um, uh, actually, maybe not. He's, he still wrote uh, the fucking um, line. And yeah, 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 yeah. Anyway, uh, but anyway, so, but I think that you know that I think being in a like comfortable with yourself and being uh like all of those things that like grow like that we talk about how it feels like they've let go of a lot of baggage and stuff that at least for for most you know i mean that i think allows you to be to like lean into that sort of earnestness and not like to shake off some of the posturing and that uh I lost the word. I had the word. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. And, but I, like, like, yeah, that's true. But like, he's also this guy that has this pattern of like, I know, glomming onto these people, glomming onto these personas of like, just, and it's like, how much is it? Because we are fucking soy boy, right? You know, like, oh, I know. I think most people don't want us, right? No, I think yeah, that's exactly. true. I think like, most people like, are probably like, no, man, I want the Tim Armstrong. I want like, tough oh. Tim Armstrong. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And like, you know, like, I know that's true, (laughs) but you don't, I mean, some of it, but I'm also right. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Anybody else who disagrees with me is deeply unfair to him because he's just him. Of course. But also I don't disagree with you. Like, you know what I mean? Like I'm right there with you. Like, so it's like, I don't know. I'm I'm projecting, I'm projecting myself onto this because, you know, like, I feel like I am in a really good place mentally these days, other than being overworked and exhausted like everybody else but you know compared to where i was 10 years ago and i think it's allowed me to lean more into the being earnest and vulnerable and showing you know and and then you know you i see firsthand how that connects with and, and so and and it's and so yeah and absolutely i'm projecting that onto tim but I also think there's some there there. But it also like I mean yes he obviously is a sweet guy who wants to be perceived as this kind of sweet kind of enigma of a guy who's this poet like with this past and he's always wanted that and it's like but I don't get the need for some of this other bullshit so yeah I don't know maybe yeah. he thinks he's saving these guys but I I don't think I, it's as simple as that you no, know I don't know yeah I don't know I don't know what it is. Um, Anyways, well, I think that's enough about Bob and Rock and Roll. I hope you have a pick. I usually ask you beforehand to make sure because most of the time we. I'm not super good about remembering that. (laughs) I have to have a pick. I did. I do have an interesting pick this week. Okay, let's let's have it. Oh yeah, (laughs) as I'm like frantically typing, so I definitely have a pick, and it's very interesting. And now, uh. A very weird ending of a song. We are going to go back. It's been a little while, so I feel like the the uh, the 
the ban has been lifted. Uh, we're going to go back to Life Won't Wait. But let's do Wrongful Suspicion. Oh, nice. Because I've been thinking a lot about New York hardcore. And okay. I know that's a weird thing to say, but I believe Wrongful... Uh, catch me if I'm doing this wrong, but that's the one where they call out all the New York bands, right? I think so. It, in the bridge or whatever i think so and, but they're all like the hardcore bands even though that song is like a weird rock steady song right yeah about racism in the police department right <laughs> there's so much different stuff to unpack out of that song because a it's not the best song in the world i don't think it's not bad but it's not the best yeah. song in the world it's about you know entrenched racism and police systems in new york it's like well shit uh and then it's and let me out shout all, out all these <laughs> and then it's calling out and it's like for the new york guys and then it calls out all these conservative ass hardcore bands that they were really good friends with that like, it's like and oh. it's like such a mess of a song in my mind like and i was thinking about h2o and toby morris and i looked up toby and h2o and he had an interview with tim and that, like the, the realization that like tim was really into know. all those bands and like that's why H2O yeah. and Toby got signed and like, like positive hardcore and like how I was got into hardcore. And, and then I was like reading a really good takedown of like all the conservatism in that scene and the fascism in that scene, mm -hmm. uh, a really good New York article that like summed up all my feelings. And like, I just, I'm kind of, it's all on the tip of my tongue right now. It's all like that. Like there's so much good. It's like one of those musical styles that like, ignited so many people to be into music but then is also the worst and but then so many people went on to make great music that got into music from that and like it became like a i don't know like a thing in their pocket you know like they like oh hardcore it's a thing i can add to anything but it isn't like new york hardcore and east coast hardcore was so awful like the genesis of it is so like ends up being so like fascist and like tough guy and all these things and it's like how is that even related to punk rock and it's such an interesting complex problem and it's like it's like our problem with tim but like blown up into an entire scene you know uh so it's like we could do i don't know a lot we could about do a whole podcast on it well like, we could talk about it and i could definitely yeah. like do a little try to do more of a capsule version of that and like we sure. could come back to it but like well, the, and and you, it's such a weird any... thing that, like, in the song, it's about it, but not, and also about the topic that would be yeah, now yeah, yeah. half those guys would be super pro right. cop, you know, and it's like, back the blue. Is... Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, how many of these guys have a Punisher thing on their <laughs> right. truck, you know, the these days? American flag with the blue line. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, and it's just like, yeah, it's just the thing we've been talking about the whole time of like, yeah. the line between. The, the 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 sort of inclusivity creating proud boys versus inclusivity creating weirdo artists you know yeah. is like in punk rock and like aggressive male dominated teenage punk rock is the the line is so thin you know and and there's so many good great people that like from afar got ignited by like sick of it all or Madball or or right. agnostic front right who you know probably would be really creeped out if they were hanging out with those guys but loved the music you know and it's like and then the amount of people who probably went off and did awful things you know <laughs> like so it's like and the fact that they were really really close to you know lars and tim and you know like toured with them and you know they got all these shout outs on this song about 
institutional racism is like sorry to like do a prep <laughs> no but i, I kind of want to prep people on like like there's yeah. this is one prep that's me, worth going yeah, back and thinking yeah. like like go think about those bands again you know so um that's good no that sounds really it, it, it was really because i was reading these articles and thinking about these uh topics it really um and like i don't know like how much do you have to take uh, accountability for the bands you like you know mm -hmm. kind of like because there's no, so many people who are good yeah god who loved sick of it all when they were in high school and probably still love snapcase and certain bands sure. you know and and it's like yeah there was good music there and but i mean that's pretty fucked up too yeah you know? i mean and that's uh you know we I mean, that's something we've talked about a lot it's like what is the line what does it mean yeah. i mean it's different for everybody like it's um yeah, I mean, it's something I think about often with a lot of things that I, well, you know, and yeah, and uh, another reason, sorry to cut you off, no, you're but good. yeah, yeah, sorry, but um, another reason I'm sort of preambling this so people get in the right mind state is that it won't be up by next week, but it's like a get people in early is that yeah. um, we now have a link that will be in our show notes on our site when we put up new episodes and is our, in our link tree on all of our socials, which is a link out to a voicemail product where you can just open it in your browser on your phone or on, on your computer and you can press record, listen back to it and then set, send it to us or not. And we'll listen to those and react yeah. to them on, on the show. And it's a way for people to, you know, get other people's opinions yeah. and experiences well, on our show and we've realized you know we've talked about having people on the show but it's way too hard to coordinate like coordinating guests is yeah those is are tough. gonna be fewer and far between i think right but, but this is a great way i think to get other people involved and have other, other voices yeah especially because the idea of the show is processing your personal shit through this weird obsession with one band yeah. right <laughs> so i would like to hear people's very what much. was your experience with like toxic stuff like weird new york hardcore like and how yeah. did you process like well i love this i love the feeling of it and do you still love it and and did you know at the time know it was like the good and the bad of it all and like like i think it's a great one to start this with so we won't probably you won't probably hear back for a little while right but we will absolutely kind of just keep an open section at the end of the, the podcast or maybe in the beginning of the podcast where we grab a couple from the from the you know a couple episodes ago and um and get to hear other voices about this stuff and, and create kind of more of an ongoing dialogue with the with the audience because yeah. it is it's been great 40 some 44 episodes of hearing just our opinions on this stuff but like i think that especially the stuff that's kind of framing it in what is your personal story mixed with this story of these your experiences with these songs and these bands that's really what we're going for you know like the, the we'll run out of steam just going this song is good you know <laughs> right at some point the the message and the movement of the podcast is how do we process our own youth our own now you know middle-agedness mm -hmm. uh through our love of stuff that were is complicated that we kind of right. love kind of don't love and so maybe giving other people a platform for that too yeah so we're gonna try that out yeah so yeah check that out on our in the show notes and on the link tree 
which you can find on our Twitter and Instagram, which is at RancidPod. Um, and leave us a review on your favorite podcast platform if you want. That'd be great. Um, and hey, check out my other podcast, the Foxy Digitalis Podcast. It's a daily music news and review thing. And oh my God, Brad! Uh oh, we have a we have an email. What an email? A voicemail or an email? We have an email. Oh. We have an email now, so to oh. make all this work. Oh, I thought you were saying somebody just emailed us. No, 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 no. Oh, we have an Christ. email. She scared me. I was like, "What did we just get an email from Brett Gerwitz telling from us?" From Brett Gerwitz, got, it's her us, skinhead robs all over outside yeah. your house. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we have an email. What is it? I don't remember. <laughs> it's eleventh hour pod at gmail. We couldn't get ransom pod, but. Uh, that's eleventh hour pod at gmail.com. Watch that double H that I put in there. But um Yeah, we have an email. <laughs> God. I was just like, oh God, who emailed? <laughs> no, we have an email address. Yes. We, well, that, we now have an yes. email address for all y'all to email us. Well, but if you do have feedback, an even better way of doing it will be that voicemail. Yeah. So so, so yeah. Holler at us. And uh, until next time we will see you in the pit. You that fell off a you <laughs> fell off a tree, I think. <laughs> oh, I should <laughs> choke it on a chicken bone.